Welcome to Wednesdays with Winnie, the podcast that covers, well, quite a lot, from fallacies and grad parties to Aquinas, Aristotle, friendships, and even Subway cookies. My hope for you is that you can sit back, relax, learn a little, laugh a little, or a lot, and come away with a lot more knowledge. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. guys and welcome back to another episode of Wednesdays with Winnie. Uh, To tell you the truth, I just finished recording this episode, but my microphone was not turned on. So (laughs) that's great. Very excited. Happy about that. I also realize now that I'm recording that my screen does show if sound is coming through the microphone and the entire time it didn't and I didn't notice. So great very professional podcaster but forgive me if this episode maybe sounds a little bit i don't know no it'll sound as good as the other one we're gonna make sure so this week's episode is about bible camp and social media i'm gonna spend a little less time on bible camp and a little more on social media but this is a tougher topic and i felt it was the social media part was necessary and important and on my heart so i wanted to address that today but for the bible camp part i just recently got back from a week of bible camp with in grand junction which is about an hour away from where i live and we spent the week with my parents and it was a very relax no refreshing <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't say it was relaxing but a very refreshing week and a really good camp and the theme of the camp was kind of coming to jesus through mary and it was called totus tuis we catholics we love our latin but it was about how mary and drawing closer to mary who is Jesus's mother, can help you to learn more about Jesus. Because as his mother, Mary holds a very special place in the heart and life of our Lord. And there is no one that knows him on earth better than she does. So it was just a very powerful week. And for those of you that maybe aren't familiar with that concept of coming to Jesus through Mary, there are a lot of places in scripture and that you can go to to kind of understand that better and see the beauty of that relationship and how it can help us to go closer to God. And there was like mass each day at this camp, but I think the most like important and kind of coolest part of it, and I've been going to the camp since first grade, so a very, very long time, but this was probably the most impactful year for me. But it really helped me come to terms with the forgiveness of God and realizing the beauty of his mercy. But I think most importantly, realizing that the church is my home. And that that was a very emotional and kind of hard but beautiful realization for me to come to. Because these past few years, I haven't always seen the church as a home and not through any fault of the churches. But I alienated myself a lot from the church. 
in these past five or four months, I've come back kind of in a way, in a sense. And I've this was like an epiphany moment for me of realizing this is where I belong. This is my home and my place. And it was also very peaceful and comforting. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little emotional, but it was also a very peaceful and comforting realization to come to. So I highly encourage you, if you have maybe a church retreat or a Bible camp or something similar, if at all possible, even if you don't think you'll like it, maybe try it out and go to it because you never know. And there was a moment when I was, I sorry, I just wanted to share this, but there was a moment when I was staring and praying and I saw, and Jesus was, and I looked up and I saw Jesus on the cross as Catholics, we have crucifixes. So it's not like I was like imagining this, but I saw Jesus on the cross and that, that, that picture, whew, it was a very beautiful, beautiful moment for me. So I'm very glad that I got to have that experience this past week. And so if you have the opportunity, I would highly encourage it. I also got Sundayed, which I'm not too happy about. <laughs> there was like the a part of the camp was where all of the volunteers lined up and the little kids voted for a volunteer to get Sundayed. And I was that volunteer or one of those volunteers, which it was very flattering, like to have all of the kids or a lot of them vote for me. But let me tell you, it is also very gross to feel chocolate and strawberry syrup and whipped cream pooling in your lap and on your arms and in the back of your shirt. It was not my most and I like being clean, so it's not a very fun feeling, but I mean, it was flattering. Uh, okay, well, now that we've kind of gotten the Bible camp part done, let's move on to social media. I'm not saying the things that we're going to talk about today, I'm not saying this to shame anyone. I'm certainly guilty of spending a lot of time on social media. But I just wanted to bring this to your attention and kind of talk about it because I feel like it is something we need to talk about. So doing this, I came up with a lot of research, but I found in my research that the average American spends two hours and 24 minutes a day on social media, which if you think about it, that so say you're sleeping for 16 no no say say you're awake for 16 hours a day and you're sleeping for eight of those hours so that's one eighth of the entire time you're awake if you're like the average american one eighth of your time is spent on social media which one eighth is a lot if you think about it and not only that, but like going back to the sleeping, social media can also cut into our sleep, which is also not a good thing for being a productive person. I know that for me, there have been times when I, right before bed when I've been like, oh, we'll spend 10 minutes on Instagram and I look up at the clock and it's like 12 o'clock or one o'clock and I'm like, oh my goodness. And especially the reels. For me, those are so addictive. The Instagram reels feature. I could watch those and I have, unfortunately, for hours of, at a time. But that that is not, that's not good, obviously. But not only that, it also 
the social media usage has been linked to depressive symptoms. In studies, there was a study done by the Child Mind Institute that showed that people who spend more time on social media have higher reported rates of depression compared to those who don't spend that much time or spend less than the average person on social media. And a study in particular done by the Association of Psychological Science was done on half a million teenagers ranging from grades 8 through 12. And the number and their the number of those in the sample group experiencing high levels of depressive symptoms increased by 33% between the five years they did the study, which was between 2010 and 2015. And the number of young adults using smartphones in 2015 was 92%. And they actually looked into the correlation between smartphones and these depressive symptoms over the years, like year by year, and the increase correlated with smartphone adoption, like how many people were getting smartphones, like which percentages of people were owning smartphones, and was kind of matched. So those two, the increase in depressive symptoms matched with the increase of people owning smartphones. And this is, like, it's important to note, this is a correlation, not, like, a causation. Like, owning a smartphone doesn't cause you to display depressive symptoms. But it is something that we should take into consideration, I think at least. Because there is obviously a link between using social media and smartphones and depressive symptoms. And I think in particular, social media not necessarily the calling or the texting. But one thing I've also noticed with Instagram is that it's a very superficial app. And studies have also shown that the peop- the like hours of usage you spend correlates with perceived social isolation. So how unconnected you feel from people. Because on social media, you're you're interacting with others, but not in a very deep and meaningful way. Like, not like our relationships are in person. As humans, we're kind of naturally geared to in-person interaction. Like, 80% of communication, I think, I don't quote me on this, but 80% of communication is done through body language. Like, when we're talking to someone... 80% is through body language and on social media we're not getting that nor are we often getting genuine empathetic conversations or we're not cultivating genuine relationships like I may comment oh my gosh you're so pretty but that's not the same as having a conversation with that person sitting down for lunch or coffee and talking to them and sharing like stories and maybe troubles that we've had or like things that are on our heart you don't do that on instagram that often or social media i mean maybe sometimes you do and i I, i'm not to say i'm not um i don't know the word for it i'm not going down on like instagram as a whole like there have been times where i've had wonderful conversations with people they haven't been meaningless they've been deep or I've debated them. <laughs> that is one thing I enjoy doing on Instagram, debating people. But there was a time where I was spending a lot of time on Instagram, like a, oh, at least a couple hours a day, 
mostly for like a job and a product that I was kind of repping but it was a very during that time I noticed for sure that I wasn't I didn't have enough time to spend on those friendships and I not necessarily excuse me I didn't have enough time but I wasn't devoting enough time and I wasn't spending as much time with my family or looking to be in prayer or communion with Jesus. I was using it as a distraction and I think that is an indication of a bigger problem with our society. We, a lot of us, I've noticed, we feel the need to be distracted and this is not not a good thing. Distraction leads, in my experience at least, distraction leads me away from the things that actually are important in life. And I did, I did kind of realize this this year and I did a detox on social media for two months. Well, I guess on Instagram, from Snapchat and Instagram and Facebook. Those are like the three main ones I have. But during this, I only went on Instagram once. Like I re-downloaded the app, posted a prom picture and deleted it. I had to, I had to post that prom picture. But other than that, I was completely off of it for two months. And during those two months, I was like, like the first day, I want to say, I went to like look at my phone and I went to look on Instagram and I was like, I don't have Instagram. What am I going to do? And I was like, oh my goodness. Like, I was so used to being distracted that I didn't know what to do when I wasn't distracted. And it turned out to be a good thing. I did do a lot of, like, reading and journaling. And I actually got a lot deeper with my prayer life because I didn't have that distraction. Like, so before when I would go to Instagram, instead I would take it to prayer sometimes if I was struggling with it. And I realized that over that period, I grew a lot deeper with prayer in my life and that that was a blessing for me I'm gonna take a sip of water well I don't recommend recording two times in a row but I'm here for you guys and we I've like we have so much better things to do with our day and then to spend hours scrolling on Instagram because we're gonna look back one day at the end of our lives And we're not going to say, dang it, I wished I'd spent more time on Instagram. If anything, we're going to look back and say, I wish I'd spent more time reading. I wish I'd spent more time exercising or running. I wish I'd spent more time with my family. I wish I'd spent more time writing. Whatever it is, we're not going to wish we had spent more time on Instagram. And that is something that that kind of was what led me to record this episode. I care about you guys. If you listen to, and even if you don't, even if you don't listen to this podcast, I care about you. And I want to make sure that you're living lives that are meaningful and that are impactful, that you can look back one day at the end of your life and say, I'm glad I lived this life. And so that was kind of why I wanted to record this. I'm not saying this to shame anyone. If anything, I do the exact same thing. I've spent hours on Instagram. YouTube is actually, I'm going to be honest, YouTube is my biggest thing. I can spend like hours and I've actually had to delete that app recently. (laughs) But 
I've gotten better. And actually, once I deleted all the apps, I have them redownloaded now. I spend probably 30 minutes a day on Instagram. And sometimes, though, during the week, I'll just delete it if I feel like I'm getting too distracted by it. But I've noticed that once I redownloaded them, I had less of an urge to go back to them and spend so much time on them. Like that detox was really helpful. And a detox isn't for everyone, but for those that it is, I was researching and I came across this statistic that it takes 18 to 254 days to break a habit. And this was done by the University College of London. I actually, for some reason, thought it was 21 days. So whenever I've like tried to detox, it's been 21 days. And that has worked for me in the past, but that two-month detox was really what I needed at that time. But most people, it takes about between one and two months to kind of break a small habit like that. And so I want to encourage you and call you to, if you think that this is something that's been placed on your heart, maybe take a break. And I say that like not being a judge judging you if you don't if that is too hard for you I would encourage maybe limiting your screen time on those apps I know Instagram has a feature that allows you to like set a timer for yourself to like an hour a day don't start crazy if you think that it's not something you can do but yeah limit it to an hour a day I couldn't do that because I would always like be like oh don't like ignore the timer or I'd push that but if you can Try and limit yourself to an hour a day. See how you feel. And if it's something that is doable for you, yeah, do the detox. I would definitely recommend that. That has worked more for me than an hour a day. But while I was looking for the Bible verse for this episode, I didn't find one that I liked while I was like looking for verses. But I was reading the Bible and I came across Philippians 4, 8. And let me tell you, I was like, that is the episode for this podcast because it is really good. And once you hear it, I think you'll understand why. But Philippians 4 is, finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And I read that and I was like, oh my goodness. A lot of times, social media is not honorable. It is not pure. It is not lovely. It is not gracious. And there is not often a lot of excellence in it. And don't get me wrong, there can be. But for the vast majority of like posts and things I see, and it's not, not those things, especially on Instagram and Facebook. And it's not snapchats more for like communicating i'd say than anything else but really consider that in your heart and that's something that i've had to consider because the more i look at it the more i realize this isn't something that is leading me to god and that's not to like downplay it because i use social media you all know if you're not following the podcast on instagram i am gonna shout it out not it's social media isn't all bad and people that say oh never social media doesn't make you a human take never use it like I don't agree with that there's many benefits to social media we can reach people with important messages 
there's so much more people that maybe share our opinions and can give solidarity to us or different opinions that can challenge us. But I'm saying for the day to day and take a step back, unless you're following the podcast, which quick shout out Wednesdays with underscore Winnie. (laughs) But other than that, consider taking a break or consider limiting yourself on social media and that is all for this episode next episode i'm actually excited for because you guys get to vote for the episode on instagram i know a little bit uh paradoxical of an episode but um you can get a vote for the episode for the next week on instagram so i'll be posting a poll there if you have any episode ideas also i would love to hear from you either on instagram or if you'd like to email me ideas i will leave my email in the show notes but let me know if you decide to do this detox and how it works out for you or if you decide to limit yourself and how that works out for you oh and then the week after actually i'm very very excited for two weeks from now yeah two weeks from now the episode we have a special guest and it is a heavier topic and a topic that is a little bit more yeah heavy not a light topic at all but we have a special guest coming on for that episode also a very necessary topic more necessary than social media (laughs) but i'm very excited for that episode anyways that concludes this episode So, without further ado, see you next Wednesday. Thank you for listening to this episode of Wednesdays with Winnie. I would really appreciate it if you could leave a review on whatever platform you listen to the podcast on just to let me know how I'm doing. Anyways, God bless and see you next Wednesday.